so welcome back to the S2P podcast. I am your host, Delaney Osborne, and we are joined with Lewis Griff today. How are you doing today, Lewis? Good, how are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about Latinx and A, the impact and the future, um, what we're hoping for to move on to. Um, So just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Tell us what you do with Walmart and everything like that. Of course. Uh, yeah, so hi, Lewis Grath. Um, I've lived in the area now for just about 20 years. So we relocated here from uh, Arizona. I'm from Tucson originally. And uh, yeah, so I came here for Walmart. So I've been with Walmart a little bit over 16 years. Wow. Uh, I've held different roles there, mostly in merchandising. So I was a buyer and uh, ran some categories there for a little bit. Um, and then I took a little break. Um, while I was at Walmart, I had the chance to start uh help start the benville film festival uh for those of you who don't know what it is it's a festival that focus on uh supporting diversity and inclusion within film so a big focus on supporting female directors but uh definitely any director any diversity within um, kind of like directing and acting and producing uh so we started that about six years ago and uh it gave me a chance you know to take a break from walmart and kind of work on the festival a little bit and, and help grow that uh, and then I rejoined Walmart uh, just last November, so I'm coming up on a year of being back with the company. So um, happy to be back. I'm currently a director over in our strategic partnerships uh, organization. They're doing something totally different than I've ever done. But one thing I have learned is I'm pretty good at building relationships and talking to people. So any role where that's what you do and you can get paid to do it, uh, I'm all I'm all in. So. For sure. Yeah, super cool. So tell us a little bit about what you do within Latinx and A. Sure. Yeah. So I'm the the co-chair of Latinx and A along with Carol. Uh, I uh, met, gosh, it, it seems like uh, time is just flying by, but it was a little over a year ago now. Um, I remember meeting with, with Adam uh, and Carol. At the time, I was running uh, the NBC Universal team here locally. And we were talking about, uh, you know, we were talking about the film festival. We were just talking about like how to get like the local community involved and me uh, being kind of leading like one of the su- bigger supplier offices in the area. We were trying to figure out like how, you know, how do we kind of build the strategy to get suppliers and folks like that involved. Um, but uh, yeah, and little did I know, like, of course, you know, in true Adam fashion, like he was like setting me up for like something <laughs> more. But, um, you know, but he told me like as we were talking that, hey, you know, one thing I don't think enough people really know that your story and that you were really behind the film festival and, and the idea. And we'd like to uh, present you with an award at this upcoming summit that we're going to have. And um, anyways, I was, you know, I'm, I'm pretty humble. I, I don't like those things, you know, but I definitely understood the importance of it. Right. I, I think he when he explained it to me, I'm like, hey, we need to use that as inspiration to inspire others and let people know that, um, hey, regardless of what you do or what your position is within a company, you can have impact that's greater just than what what you kind of what, what you do and what your role is. And I think that's what the film festival was. Right. It was it was one of those things. It was just an idea. Um, you know, I had no idea that it would grow to be what it is. Yeah. And it's been really cool to see the impact that it's had, obviously, in the local area. Uh, so anyway, so long story short, we, you know, um, you know, we we talked about, uh, you know, the the award and, and getting involved there. Um, and so, of course, I attended the um, the summit last uh, October where I received the Trailblazer Award. Uh, but soon after that, you know, it, it moved to like, all right, let's get to business now. Yeah. Now that we gave you an award, now we're going to put you to work. So, <laughs> and, uh, and that's in true Adam fashion as right, well. Yeah. So. so that was kind of like, yeah, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. But now <laughs> now it's time to work. And so uh, so we talked about, um, you know, he had asked me if I'd be willing to to 
co-chair the the Latinx and a uh, group and uh, and I definitely did I you know I, I was interested I was a little concerned quite frank because you know I was in a new job uh, I knew I was be pretty busy with that and I wanted to make sure that anything I do I just want to make sure I could give it my yeah. full attention uh, but luckily I have an amazing co-chair in in uh, Carol and as well as all the other folks that served to perform have been super helpful in helping kind of keep us going so it's it's been really fun to, to work on for sure that's so cool it's so funny you know talking so I grew up with Megan Sammy Megan and Sammy and so Adam's known me since I mean we were young which is crazy still to this day to think about like we were we met in like fifth or sixth grade um, and we've known each other ever since so now to say that Adam basically did the same thing with me like hey good good that you're friends with them but yeah. I need your help you know yeah. but honestly I, I love it and I love yeah. this environment and, and yeah. being able to get involved with things like Latinx and A and be able to help in ways that um, are needed sure. you know yeah. um, and so it's so cool so what do you think, or how would you explain the impact that Latinx has had on your workplace? Yeah, it's been, uh, I think it's had a, a big impact. Um, you know, personally, what it's allowed me to do is it's, it's allowed me to get uh, a couple things, right? So I think being kind of in this position of being a co-chair, obviously you're, you're a little bit more in a leadership role. Um, uh, so it's given me a chance to kind of interact with other leaders kind For of sure. at that at that level, which has been great. So personally, I think it's impacted me just in terms of building my networks, mm -hmm. meeting other kind of like minded leaders in the in, in the region. Uh, but, you know, when I think about it at work um, and especially with everything that's been going on um, and the focus right now of the company where it should be. And, and that's in terms of how do we have, um, you know, racial equality. Uh, you know, I, I think being involved in these has really helped me in my job and, and what sure. I'm doing. I'm bringing a different perspective to kind of our team and like, hey, you know, how do we think about talent? Are we doing enough to really promote um, all talent, right? Uh, you know, not just uh, Latino talent, but, uh, you know, kind of all talent. Um, so it, I, I think it's really had a big impact on me. And then, uh, you know, the, the other thing is, uh, you know, Brett Biggs, who's kind of come on as, as our executive chair, uh, you know, listen, it, it doesn't hurt the fact that like, I work under his organization. He sees me kind of in this leadership role with this external group. And I think those are the types of things that I would hope that leaders at Walmart are looking for, right? To for say, sure. like, hey, um, you know, I want to find somebody who not only can do the job and do the job well, but who's also like leading in the community and giving back. And so, you know, I think those uh, those are other opportunities that I think are hopefully coming because of some of this involvement. For sure. What would you say that Latinx and A has done for our, our community here in Northwest Arkansas? I know we yeah. touched on this a little bit within our impact video mm -hmm. um, that will also be available on our YouTube page. But what would you say that Latinx and A has done specifically for this Northwest Arkansas community? Yeah, I think what it what it does is it gives the it gives a lot of the folks within the community a place to again come together and get exposure and training and development to uh, that otherwise they may not know about or may not have access to. Right? For sure. And so I think the the biggest thing that it's really brought to the community, at least in the short term, is that we're able to pull all of these folks that have a desire. They have a desire to want to grow, to to be empowered. And, uh, and I think that the, the, the forums um, and the different things that we've been putting on throughout the year are giving them some great tools that they can use to not just be successful at work, but also in their personal life. Right? Sure. And, uh, and I think that, you know, I, I think that Latinx and A has done a really great job in a short amount of time of pulling together some really powerful speakers um, that 
again, you know, just maybe on our own, we wouldn't have had the chance to kind of get that exposure. So, For sure. Yeah. yeah. How important do you think it is to have these empowerment forums and these LRGs when we have them and things mm -hmm. like that during a time that we're all virtual? How powerful is, you know, a meeting that it that is full of intention? How important is that right now? Yeah, I'm glad that you asked that because I remember having that meeting with Adam and Carol. And we were talking about, you know, we had just had like this wildly successful forum. We were all in person, you know, sitting at the record, um, you know, about a year ago. And I think as we thought about COVID and what impacts it was going to have, I, I think instead of looking at it as something that was going to slow us down, you know, I think the team really looked at it as like, how can we use this in a way to accelerate our efforts and yeah. to lean in and embrace what's happening in the world right now. And, and I think that that's exactly what's happened, you know. So I think that because we're in a virtual world now, we have the ability to maybe reach out to speakers that otherwise might have had scheduling conflicts yeah, or just couldn't sure. travel to Northwest Arkansas. And now we're able to get them because, you know, it's a little easier to kind of fit in a Zoom meeting uh, during their day versus having to spend a whole couple of days maybe traveling to Northwest Arkansas. So I think it's benefited us in that way. Um, but I also think it's benefited us in the way of, um, again, you know, I think people just in general can make themselves a little bit more available knowing that, hey, I don't really have to like get up and get out of my house and yeah. run down there. So I, I think there's been a lot of benefits from it. But so I, anyways, I my hats are, you know, hats off to the Serve to Perform team in terms of not looking at this as a potential obstacle, but really what is the opportunity and how can we embrace this to lean in? And, you know, thus we're sitting here having a podcast now, right? Yeah, so, yeah, which yeah. is the cool part. You know, we've yeah. talked a lot about, Megan talked a lot about how Adam had been wanting this to come to fruition. And, you know, now we're sitting here doing it and yeah. having this conversation and being able to talk about Latinx and A is, is it's crucial. It's important for people to know. Um, and it's, it's important for people to know in this area too that they can get involved, you sure. know? Um, what are some ways that people could get involved in 2021 or what are you hopeful for Latinx and A um, looking forward into 2021? Yeah, for sure. Listen, I think there's a lot of ways for people to be able to give and and also benefit from mm -hmm. from what Latinx and A is doing. So, um, you know, listen, if you're a community leader, uh, you know, I would say get involved, right? Be, be part of our, our our board or come be a speaker, right? And so, you know, I think there's different ways. Um, if you're somebody who's looking to to um, get more leadership development and and uh, and just build a network, right? Like join us for like the LR, you know, the different LRG uh, conferences or, you know, just kind of engage with us online. Uh, what I would say where I, where I hope that we go to is, um, again, I think that the group has built a, a nice solid base in terms of, you know, for, I, I would say that the people who are attending our events are definitely getting benefit and real benefit from those. Um, but I think now as we look at 2021, I think it's going to be about how do we look at different partnerships mm -hmm. and making sure that we are truly like kind of balancing the balancing, you know, the need for professional development and also like community development. For right? sure. And so, uh, you know, I would like us to, to kind of think about and, and what's great is that a lot of the people that are joining our boards have a lot of, um, you know, they're involved pretty heavily in the community. Right. So I think we could leverage those relationships uh, with local groups as well in terms of like, hey, what can Latinx and A do to kind of help support some of those local community groups as well? So. For sure. How how do you think if you would have had Latinx and A earlier in your um, professional career, how do you think it would have impacted the the path that you would have gone on? Or how do you think it would have impacted you as a person if you would have been involved with it at maybe right at sure. the start of your professional career? 
Yeah, good question. I, I, I think it would be, um, it would have had a big impact on me. I think what I would have found is definitely I would have created a much bigger network outside of just my company, right? I think so many times we work, you know, we work for a certain company and we kind of think about building networks there in yeah. terms of like, hey, who can I meet internally here that either, you know, can help give, help me, help guide me through my career and, and maybe hopefully help me grow in my career. But but I think, um, you know, one thing I wish is that I would have been connected a little bit more broadly to just the Northwest Arkansas community. Because uh, I realize now that, A, there's just like so many different companies. It's very diverse. There's so many leaders yeah. within our within our uh, region here that I wish I would have had more access to early on in my For career. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and so that's the cool part, right, is creating this Latinx and A community for mm-hmm. these people to get involved in in their early professional careers. You know, we talked to Jose Socorro earlier, and yeah. Jose was like, you know, I'm still a kid. I think about myself as, you know, early in my career and I think about myself as young. And so to have this and to have this environment and this community and this inclusive, you know, inclusivity, it's important. Mm -hmm. Um, And he said it's really helped him and it's really made him who he is today, which is the cool part. Um, And so creating that environment, empowering other Latinas in this community and really showing that it's that culture and, and the Latin culture is important in this area is a big deal. If you have anything you want to add, anything you want to touch on that we didn't get to touch on um, about Latinx and A, go for it. But Sure, yeah. Uh, No, I think what I would say is, and, you know, kind of piggybacking on your comment about what Jose said earlier, uh, you know, yeah, I think think what's great is you can be involved in Latinx and A regardless of where you're at in your career, right? For sure. You don't have to even be in a career yet, right? You could still be a student or somebody who's thinking about what do I want to do? What do I, you know, what are the things I want to do later, later in life? Uh, but, you know, I think we're all kind of in, in different uh, stages of our career. And, yeah. you know, um, I would say I'm not at the end of my career, but I think I'm at a place in my career where I want to start thinking about how do I give back, right? Yeah. How do I start to help those, uh, you know, and, and help those get prepared to take on bigger and better opportunities. And so that's what I like about this is that I think it's a good mix of folks that are either like young and very aspirational and want to kind of go conquer the world. And I think you have a lot of other folks, too, who who have been around for a long time and have seen um, kind of like the goods and bads in terms of like kind of like how, the, you know, the, the region and the area and what could we do better. For and sure. so I think that's what, you know, I think that's the opportunity I feel I have now as, as the co-chair of the group is like, how do I bring some of that kind of experience and knowledge that I've had through my career um, and really empower those who are like ready to take on the next challenge. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Thank you so much for giving us your insight and your words of wisdom. Um, We really appreciate it. And we hope to have you back because we know there's plenty more to talk about. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, and now we have Mallory McGee with us. Mallory, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Of course, yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself um, and how you kind of got into the mix when it comes to Latinx and A and Serve to Perform. Okay, so my name is Mallory McGee. I am originally from Cabot, Arkansas. Moved up to Northwest Arkansas to go to school at the university and never left. I was one of those transplants that just decided to stick around and um, I worked in social work for the beginning part of my career and decided that I would take a break from social work and moved into corporate America, working for J.B. Hunt for a while. Uh, I was there for about three or four years and decided to try out the nonprofit realm. And so I worked in the nonprofit space for a little bit and then uh, found myself looking for a home and 
got to talk with Dr. Adam Arroyos, and one thing led to another, and I started. I joined the Surf Perform team, and now I serve as the director of operations for Surf Perform, and I have the privilege of of working on Latinx and A. It was yeah. kind of just a a voluntold assignment. Not really. <laughs> I, I I didn't volunteer for Latinx and A. I really felt like it was kind of out of my wheelhouse because yeah. I'm not a Latino or Latina. Um, and so I felt like this wasn't the right project for me. And Adam kind of challenged me with this project and said he had full faith in me operating it. And so here I am. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's so cool. I think that tells a lot, too, about your relationship with Adam, for him to be like, hey, I'm going to challenge you to do this. Um, I want to push you to do this because he knows you're capable, for sure. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, how you got started with Latinx Night. Like, where did it start? Was he like, hey, here's this huge project I want you to work on? Or was he like, hey, let's break this down? Or how did that come about? Okay. Um... Back in 2019, I actually attended the Latinx and A Empowerment Forum, the very first one as a guest. Uh, Surf Reform had invited me to attend just as a complimentary guest, and so I came and enjoyed the conference, got my little t-shirt here. There we go. That, that Megan made. <laughs> um, and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I loved the environment. I loved the speakers. I loved how there was this personal touch and this element to it. Um, and then... Despite all of those things, it was like a great mission, a great cause. It was a, a community of people that were like-minded. Yeah. And so just experiencing it from as an attendee outside of the company, that was incredible. And then it, when joining the company, um, I kind of found myself always helping out on, on some of the projects, helping out with events, getting things organized and ready to go for the next thing that we had going on with Latinx and A. And then... Um, I guess probably in the middle of COVID, we really had to restructure how sure. we were doing everything. And we moved everything over into virtual, and I, I kind of just like stepped up and, and took over with transitioning everything over, over into the virtual, making sure that we could still have all of these events that we had planned. They wouldn't look exactly the same as we had planned, but they would still have the same personal touch that we wanted where people walked away from our events thinking, that had value, that had an impact, that was worth my time. For sure, yeah. How do you think Latinx and A has impacted this community here in Northwest Arkansas? So I think the impact is relatively small right now. And I think the beauty of Latinx and A is that the impact is just going to grow and it's going to become so much larger. Yeah. You know, we're, we're only a year in to Latinx and A and everything that we've done in the past year is huge. So I think what Latinx and A has really done for the community is that it started to bring people together. For sure. And it started to bring these young Latino professionals into a community space that is safe and open and constantly empowering and supportive of what they're wanting to do in their career. So it's not like an organization where we tell you, you know, this is what you have to do by a certain date. There, it's not like, it's nothing like that. It's just a community of people that want to support you, want to support your talent, want to see you succeed and do it genuinely and authentically. Yeah. And I think that's the best part about it. I think that's the, that's what makes it so unique Yeah, um, is, you know, the inclusivity of it and the fact that we're Caucasian women yeah. and we're involved in Latinx and A. I right. think that's the coolest part right. um, and include in inclusion and having that inclusivity 
inclusivity in that environment, in that empowering environment. And it's not just empowering for the Latinos who are there, but it's empowering for us as well to be involved. Yeah. Um, and to really see it firsthand and for you mainly to be the one that's really directing behind the scenes mm-hmm. and kind of coordinating everything. Yeah. Um, for sure. It's an honor because I'm, you know, I'm a privileged white woman. I recognize the role that I have in society and, um, and the fact that I am accepted by this community of Latinos and that that are just willing to put forth their extra time, their energy, um, their insights, their experience, all into this group, this collective of individuals, I think is really cool. Yeah, for sure. How important do you think it is that we have this empowerment forum and we have these events virtual during a time that not a lot of people are getting face-to-face um, interaction. Not a lot of people are having these conversations that we've been able to have. How important do you think these events are for mental health or even just for creating and keeping that inclusivity of that environment? Yeah, I mean, professional development and personal development is crucial no matter what. Um, it's made it even harder with COVID to do things outside of the virtual space. So the fact that we have this platform this virtual platform to execute everything that we had planned is so beautiful because um just like you said you know we're pulling in those people that um, where am I going with this like those people are coming in to these events that might not have had something like that engagement you know they're having breakout sessions they're having community like having conversations communicating with executives managers in other companies, senior level managers, directors, um, and then also just other individuals, employees, individual contributors of companies. They're all having these types of conversations and they're getting to learn from very, very senior level, C-level executives. Um, I think that's incredible. For sure. Yeah. And I I think that's the even more unique thing about Latinx and A and what it has to offer for mm-hmm. the people who get involved or the people who even just come to an empowerment forum or just watch an empowerment forum as the case will be this year, you yeah. know, just being on that call or just being, you know, tuned in for two and a half hours is, is more than what some people are getting right now. Yeah. And to have that career building, to have that, you know, it's, it's impactful. Yeah. It can be very impactful for sure. Especially with like our speakers. So yeah. when I think about the lineup of speakers that we have for the 2020 Empowerment Forum, I mean, it's a range of people representing a host of different like industries as far as arts, yeah. business, consumer, capitalism, I mean, everything. And these individuals have this insight and this perspective to share with everybody else that you you can't really get. Yeah. You know, you have to be, you have, you have to consistently put yourself into these types of events, into these types of development opportunities to learn and to grow from them. So the fact that we have a community of professionals that are interested in engaging is huge. Yeah, for sure. And we, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be who we are if we didn't have this group of individuals. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that just makes it so unique um, and so important for this area. Um, Looking forward. So we've, we've, we're going to experience what this 2020 empowerment form is, right? And we will have experienced this when this goes live, this podcast goes live, but what do we look forward to for 2021? For 2021? In Latinx and A. All right. So 
Within Latinx and A for 2021, you can look forward to more virtual events that are going to give you that same experience where you find value and you grow individually and professionally. Um, we'll have plenty of virtual events, but we're also really, really hopeful that we can have the Empowerment Forum as an in-person event again for 2021. So that's our goal is to have all of us be able to come together again late next year, 2021, and have our empowerment forum in person. I think is right now that's understandable for a lot of people, you know, because we hope here in the next few months that everything will kind of start to regulate back to normal, um, hopefully. But we'll see. You know, that's just kind of part of right now. But I think think the unique thing is, though, you know, we're going to do this empowerment forum, this 2020 empowerment forum online, but we could do it online in 2021 too, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's the cool thing. That's, That's what makes it so powerful is that, yeah, being in person and hearing from these speakers would be so much more intentional, but you can still hear from them. Right. I don't think you've missed anything just because you haven't been in person. I think for me personally, I've gained more yeah. being in the virtual world, um, not having to worry about being in person and the stresses and anxieties that come with that. It's been great. You know, you get to sit behind your computer in the comfort of your own home in your sweatpants and you get to hear from people like Brett Biggs yeah. and Blanca Trevino and... Al Dominguez and Hector Gonzalez and then you get Celia Swanson and Wendy Guerrero and you're like yeah I'm just just at home killing kicking it you know and like I I'm getting this incredible content and this feedback from people at really really great levels and successes in life for sure do you have anything else you want to add about Latinx and A or anything you want to touch on I think you have to, you, you make it work. And, and I was thinking about, or reflecting on that earlier today, like how have we made it work yeah. with a pandemic, with having nothing in the budget to, to make this happen? Um, how has it all come together? And it's because one, like the team that we have of people, but two, um, our SEAL team, our EAC team, those like that, those people are what I mean. And, and then our circle form team as well. But those relationships that we've had with, executives that are willing yeah. to ask people to come in and speak and then our executives that serve on the committee and that they come yeah. in and speak for our fireside chats for our forums for our conferences for our virtual collisions i mean they're rock stars for sure so yeah couldn't do it without them Mallory, again thank you so much for joining us here today on the serve to perform podcast Thank you for all your insight, all your words of wisdom, and thank you for explaining just a little bit more about the behind the scenes work that goes on to put on and continue the Latin X and A brand that Served to Perform has started to build. Also, thank you to every single one of you listeners out there who are tuned in and paying attention to what we are talking about on the Serve to Perform podcast. Don't forget to engage with us on all social media platforms and show us how you are serving to perform in your communities.